Strength Matters Media, video, print, podcasts. Hey, it's Josh Kennedy here, host of the Fit Over 30 podcast. Today, we're talking about explosive power movements for people over 30. Welcome to the Fit Over 30 podcast, the podcast for people over 30 who want to lose weight, get stronger and live better. If you're new to the show, we release a new episode every Tuesday. But if you're listening to this and you're not part of the inner circle, you're missing out on some great content. Video courses, books, masterclasses, workouts, private groups and our coveted monthly print magazine. You can discover our very best content and join us at strengthmatters.com forward slash inner circle. Now back to the show. This is the Fit Over 30 podcast. If you're new to the show, it's great to have you here. Please make sure you subscribe and review if you have a couple of minutes. That way we can keep reaching more and more people and keep giving out awesome free content and helping people over 30 do some explosive power in a safe and fantastic manner. But before we talk about that, uh, James, how are you? This is the second time recording this. (laughs) Here we go again. If only people would never know what happens behind the scenes here when we're recording. Yeah. But for some reason, it wouldn't record. So um, we lost the first five minutes of that podcast. Could have been worse. Could have been the whole episode, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it was the best five minutes we've ever done. Ever. <laughs> and no one will ever hear it ever, ever again. Yeah, uh, But exactly. in answer to your question, I am feeling great for the first time in six or so weeks. Uh, COVID and root canal surgery are not a combination I'd like to ever experience ever, ever again in my entire life. So uh, it feels good to feeling healthy again and starting to train. Good, good, good. And today, uh, you said is it the CrossFit Games have started today, has it? Or is it going to start yesterday? Today? Started yesterday. Started yesterday. Yeah, so that's why we're going down the... Uh, well, we've been doing work on explosive power, actually. So that's part of the reason. And also part of the reason uh, is because of the CrossFit Games. And we were, we were joking that people are going to go, let's do a million Olympic lifts and several thousand burpees in a row. Uh, oh, it's already started. I've already seen, like, yeah, literally exactly. my Instagram feed... Uh, completely blown up with all this at the moment so exactly and we're not saying by the way there's nothing wrong with Olympic lifting and there's also nothing wrong with burpees um, or CrossFit the, or, or CrossFit no we're, we're hey we're fans of CrossFit we like yeah. a lot of a lot of what they do uh, we're just trying to get it in a more a safer uh, environment for, for people over 30 and we're talking about that maybe there are also other options you can do without having to do Olympic lifts and burpees etc etc exactly. et and that's what we're going to be talking about uh, today it is, and then also it kind of works out well because we've been figuring out my training for the for coming up. Obviously, my training now is more cricket focused, uh, particularly mm. for next year because I'd like to be part of the World Cup for the over forties. Uh, that yeah. is my that's my goal. That's my training goal. My vision moving forward. So I've been diving into the world of cricket uh, and seeing what I can do. And again, I'm not a when it comes to Olympic lifts with me, I'm very much avoid them uh, only because of my shoulder problems I've had mm. over the years. Uh, dislocated, broke my clavicle. It just caused me more discomfort over the years. So I've had to find a way to get around it. So we've had a good old dive into the research, see what's going on. And it's actually quite surprising what we found, but that ties in with what we're seeing with people over 30 in general. And we don't get me wrong, we want to make sure they're explosive, as powerful, fast, as agile, as speedy as possible. Uh, but we just think there's more sensible, intelligent ways to start off uh, training these movements. And also thinking about long-term effects and also prioritizing your time. Because Olympic lifts and these explosive power moments you will see take a lot of time to master and to do it well. Mm. Yep, 
Absolutely. Sort of the entry bar for Olympic lifting is very, very high. First of all, you've got to be, uh, you got to move well start and hopefully have no injury problems, uh, good mm-hmm. shoulders, etc. Great squatting and deadlifting movement, great mobility, great stability. So if you've got all that, it will still probably take a year minimum, I would say, to learn the Olympic lifts and do them well. We're talking about doing them well here and being able to get the most benefits. Yeah. Uh, because some people might might be like, ah, yeah, that's ridiculous. I can learn it quicker than that. Well, maybe you can, but you wouldn't, you're not you're not going to be getting the true benefits from Olympic lifting because it, it, they're so technical. It takes a lot of time um, to, to, to get them right. Exactly. Uh, and, then, and that's okay if you want to dedicate your time to it. Yep. So if, if you want to dedicate your time, you love the Olympic lifts and you want to do them well, but all by, all, by all means, go down this route of going here. But from what we see, mm-hmm. most people and like everyday athletes and people, they want to get the best bang for their buck in the shortest time possible, in the safest time possible. Exactly. So, so when everyone's talking about these benefits of Olympic lifting, absolutely, they have yep. got benefits for speed and power generation and force development and rapid force development. But at the same time, is are there alternatives you can think about that you can get the same benefits with a, in the shorter term, time frame with yep. less technical skills required? Yeah. Because you do need a coach with you if you're doing 100%. Olympic 100%, yep. 100%. And, and that's, the, that's the one thing I'll see with, um, with CrossFit. And I'm not talking about the really good gyms and the good people and good coaches who spend time on technique development. There seems to be a rush to get to the bar to do the clean and jerks, do the snatches, yep. do the power cleans, when they haven't got other basics in place first. Mm. And that's sadly, those are the guys that give the other really good coaches a bad rap. Yeah, it's not something you can learn from the internet. And now I've been down this route myself, not with Olympic lifts, but with um, when I first started kettlebells, I tried to learn kettlebells from YouTube. I tried to uh, learn how to swing a kettlebell from YouTube. And when I actually learned how to swing a kettlebell, I realized how terrible I was doing it. (laughs) So, So I speak from experience here. You need a coach to teach you how to do uh, how to do these things. Yeah, I totally, totally agree. And even, even me here now, like I, like I said, even though my shoulder is, I, can, I haven't done much Olympic lifting for a long time because of the injuries to my shoulder. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't mean I don't do power clean sometimes or hand cleans, those sort of, I'm going to talk about them in a second. But like I said, if I was going to, if I want to go back to doing some of the Olympic lifts, I would most certainly hire a coach to teach me how to do them because I haven't done them for such a long time. Yeah, yeah. Well, as we said, people want results quicker nowadays everything is quicker nowadays it's the Mm -hmm. instant society that we live in so if you're going to go down the olympic lifting route as you say but do it but you're going to be waiting uh it's going to take time and you're going to have to have patience and most people nowadays don't have the patience so that's what we're talking about we're trying to get you the uh the results you're looking for from olympic lifting in a slight in a quicker and slightly easier manner Exactly. And safer, probably. Safer. Uh, safer. But from some of the research and stuff we've got to look at, now, so there's, lo- there's loads of studies out there uh, that talk about, you know, it's all about force development, rate of force mm. development, maximum force, all these types of things. You've got to think about if you're talking about speed and power. So again, yeah. every, every athlete, we want to be powerful, we want to be speedy, um, we want to move things quickly and, you know, run fast and do all the fun stuff that we can enjoy. And that's really important. It's our layer three. Uh, stuff in the system so we totally get that but when you look at some of the research and they've compared how much force you produce through some of the olympic lifts 
uh, and comparing to other things is quite interesting. Now, the thing that got me recently when we were doing a bit of research about this was they compared the power clean to a hang clean to a mid-thigh clean. This is all barbell work to a mid-thigh clean pull. Now, I would have automatically assumed that the power clean will help will it produce the most amount of force. Yeah. Uh, little did I know that it was actually the mid-thigh clean pull that did so. How yeah. crazy is that? Like, that's, you know, you're not lifting as much weight. You're li- it's literally mid-thigh, just quickly pull as fast as you yeah. can. But that's where you're producing the most force. And it's like, wow, that's just a lot safer and a lot simpler. But it also yeah. produces the most force when you look at it. So why are we doing the power clean, which is quite technical? Uh, lots of things could go wrong whilst doing that. And yeah. we should be doing the mid-thigh clean pull instead. Mm. That, was a, that was the first thing that really like, sparked interest in my head. Oh, wow. What other things are there like this that showcase this and how we're doing it? So again, if you're looking for, I'd, I'd like to say that the mid-thigh clean pull is less technical than the others. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got a you bit know. of a, so this is something that relates to you and probably many, in fact, me, because I've got shoulder issues as well. You've got the, uh, you've got the shrug in with that, which might cause people issues. So exactly. we're looking for, for simpler stuff. Exactly. So bear that in mind. Yeah, exactly with this. So if we're going this instead of like from the power clean to the mid thigh clean, yeah, you're going to use this exercise accordingly with the right person. So again, I probably won't be, I don't use this. Uh, I use something else, um, which we'll talk about in a second because of my my shoulder issues and just the amount of work I put through my shoulders playing cricket all the time as well. Yeah. So it's really, but the point is, it's a simpler exercise, but it produces more force. And yeah. that's what I'm interested in finding is like, how do we find more of this stuff to talk about this with other everyday people? So when it comes to us, we're probably less likely to prescribe these things mm. uh, unless people have experience doing so. The thing that we potentially like to get people doing more of is with the trap bar. So when we talk about trap bar, you probably hear about this just deadlifting. Well, if we're trying to produce large amounts of force, uh, we then start to look at trap bar jumps, um, which have also been proven to be equally as effective uh, as Olympic lifting variations, mm. but with a much lower skill demand. Yeah. That is key. That is so key to this whole thing. Loss, less skill required to produce the same. Reduced, less, reduced injury risk. Lots of stuff going on. Um, you know, m- much more accessible to many people because generally, you know, m- most people are superior at trap bar deadlifts than they are at conventional deadlifts simply because of the uh, the way the trap bar is set up and it allows you to, to, to set up in a better, more forgiving position is the easiest way to say it than, than being trapped behind a straight barbell. Yeah, exactly. In terms of people's mobility, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. And, you know, if, if I'm being honest, like I don't do anything other than trap bar deadlifts anymore. Yeah. Uh, most of the clients we work with don't do anything other than trap bar unless it has a specific competition need for it, which is going into a powerlifting combination. Whereas not many people do powerlifting. If in the grand scheme of health and fitness, it's a small percentage of people who go into powerlifting. Yet they shout the loudest and people always hear about them. But it's, it's a very small percentage of what they're doing. Um, in those terms. Now, it's highly skillful, again, the, the barbell, but the trap bar isn't. But here's, here's the thing. We're talking about trap bar jumps, right? It's going to produce approximately 30% higher force, um, higher force rate of force development, which makes you faster doing things. And it's about 20% faster velocity too in producing things. 
But what we see is in terms of athletics and speed and power development, you know, you're likely to, the goal essentially is to increase your vertical jump, right? That is this, one of the secrets to speed and power. The higher you jump, uh, the more bouncy and more speedy you're going to be long-term in, in very simplistic terms. Um, but by doing this and having the right weight accordingly to what you want to try and do, you know, we're trying to help you increase that rate of force development to make you speedy, make you more explosive and make you more powerful. And that's where the trap bar jump comes in. Um, now, there's two ways to look at it. Uh, we're looking, uh, if you are trying to produce more force, then you're looking at maybe doing these trap bar jumps with 50 to 60% of your deadlift one rep max. Um, however, if you want to optimize maximum uh, rate of force development, you're looking more between 20 and 40% is the, is the gimp thing. Light. Exactly. And I, I really enjoy these. I love these. Like most of the time you'll see people, if you go and Google online, they're just jumping from the ground. What I like to do is go up my tiptoes with the trap bar on, drop to come back up. And that produces even more force uh, as a little tip. And that's what we kind of tend to do here. Now, explosive movements, if you're programming, you always got the start programs after you've warmed up and you've done the activation work. Talk about trap bar jumps, how we love them, how I'm putting part of my program. They're very cool, but really, really important. Before you integrate trap bar jumps into your program, you need to be strong enough because mm -hmm. it's a layer three component. You need to be able to do it at least one and a half times body weight deadlift for men, 1.25 times dead, deadlift for women to be able to come into the realms of being strong enough for this. So just as a caveat, yeah. how you do it but it's a great example of an explosive movement that we consider highly safe for most people over 30 that's not going to give as much wear and tear on the body absolutely absolutely uh, but there are other things that are even more uh, accessible uh, let, let, let's say uh, like using the simple plain old kettlebell um, exactly and you know as, again obviously you have to know how to properly swing a kettlebell we're going to assume that you do but Kettlebell swings, uh, as well as kettlebell jerks, are also great for uh, for power. Yeah, uh, for power development. So again, you don't need to go down the Olympic lifting route. Grab yourself a kettlebell. Although we'll get into the specifics now and uh, do some swings or jerks. But more specific, do you want to go around a little more specifically than that in terms of weight? Because this is the important yeah. thing that you need to know. Yeah, so again, when, when you try to create explosive force and explosive power, it's not about how much you lift. There's yeah. an element of that's, that's strength training. You know, yeah. like you want to have an element of strength and you need to be strong enough to be able to go into the world of explosive power and speed development, that type of thing. So they've done some amazing studies. Um, I forgot his name from Chichester University. Oh my God. I can't believe. I <laughs> oh, no, terrible. Like on the podcast. It'll come back to me very quickly. Yeah. Uh, but we've got Brandon Hetzler from the States, a very smart guy, particularly when it comes to sciencey stuff. And he found and dug into like the whole rate of force production and development with the kettlebell. And he found that 30% of body weight is ideal for force production. So 30% of your body weight is ideal for force production. Uh, what that means is for me, it's about 24 kilos. I, I weigh 74, 75 kilos. So you try and choose a bell that's not too heavy and it's not too light yep. to, to maximize your results here. And what he's found is that doing the power swing, which is the power swing where you just swing once, put it down, park the bell, start again. And then the kettlebell, single arm kettlebell jerk here, not double kettlebell jerks, single arm jerks can see huge gains in vertical height and vertical jump. Um, 
uh, when you put them all together. It's absolutely massive. So for some people, it would be 24 kilo like me if you're on that A, but you work out 30% of your body to go into us. And it's just incredible. You see people jump higher, move faster, train faster, and there's less wear and tear on the body. Yeah. And it's a much simpler thing to learn. Now, you obviously need to learn how to swing a kettlebell first. Yeah. And you go through the development of kettlebell jerks, but it's a lot lighter, a lot less things to go wrong. Yeah. And it's single arm as well. Yeah. Again, the, uh, the entry... Uh, level is much much lower than going down the Olympic lifts there it's a much more accessible option for the majority of people and less chance of injury and you're going to get the very very similar benefits but remember you've got to go roughly 30% of body weight uh, is the weight you are looking for exactly and then now we're talking in terms of reps and sets for all these things it's fairly low Uh, we've talked about uh, we're talking about deadlift, trap bar jumps, or hanging mid-thigh, hang clean pulls. You're talking three to five sets of maybe three to five reps, but full rest in between. It's not about getting you tired or mm. sore or sweaty. It's about being explosive and make sure you're doing maximal explosive work on each and every rep. Now, with the kettlebell swings, because they're lighter, uh, you would be doing three to five sets as well, but maybe five to ten repetitions on the power swings and five to ten repetitions on the kettlebell circs. On the kettlebell Cir- circs. What's circs. a circ? Circ. No idea. <laughs> Made it up now. Um, but you do that, you know, but in a superset. So the kettlebell stuff is supersetted. The explosive stuff with the barbell, a trap bar, is not supersetted. Mm. And you'll see, you, I'll tell you what, it's, it's, it's newly fatiguing uh, when you try this. And it's something I've been doing for a week or so now, practicing and doing things too. So uh, it's highly interesting. But those are two areas that we see, you know, it, it's all about risk versus reward. Yeah. And both these methods and these ideas and principles work highly effectively. They still get the same result, I'd like to think. Again, remember, we're over 30, 40, 50. We're not trying to be elite Olympic athletes. Mm. <laughs> uh, you've got to bear that in mind. So it's the cost and the risk benefit to ratio. We've got to think about it each time. And I think people can get just as good benefit from these movements as they would from the Olympic lifts. Yeah. Uh, if they want to prioritize health, maybe a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, going down the years. So again, emphasize the fact I'm not against Olympic lifting. If you want to go down that route, make sure you move well, you're strong enough, fit enough to do so. Get a coach. And get a coach, <laughs> practice those movements and go down that route. All for that. However, if you haven't got the time and energy and you want to get faster, explosive, and just be epic at everything. Maybe these are the exercises you need to think about to consider uh, yep. going forward. And when you do these exercises, make sure that you do them right at the start of your workout. That's the important thing. Power, speed, agility, any sort of skill work goes first when you are freshest. So don't uh, don't think that you can practice this stuff at the end of your workout when you're knackered. It's got to go first. Exactly. Exactly. Now, for those who are interested in learning more about this, we will do an insider podcast about how to program uh, in more depth for speed and power for people over 30. And you can find out more information about that at strengthmatters.com forward slash inner circle, where you'll get a whole heap of other free goodies to go with it too, including our books and uh, our insider podcast for some people. Oh, uh, a little teaser. Haven't we got a new book that will be coming out fairly soon? Indeed. Fit Over 30, the actual book is coming out soon. Uh, We're working on the final edits for that as we speak. So hopefully by Christmas 2022, for those who listen to this in the future, it will be there. (laughs) 
Excellent. So, guys, make sure you get to uh, keep your ears and eyes out for that. Get to strengthmatters.com for all the information. Uh, hopefully, the technical issues we had didn't mess this podcast up too much. Thank you, James. Thank you, guys, for listening. Until Thank next time. Thank you for listening to the Fit Over 30 podcast with Josh Kennedy and James Breeze. If you love listening to these episodes, then please let somebody else know about this podcast. That's how you can help it grow. And the more it grows, the more free content we can bring to you. Also, if you'd like to learn more about how we help people over 30 with a more bespoke training solution, you can book in for a free consultation with us at strengthmatters.com forward slash call right now.